0: everybody welcome back to there will be dungeons at there will be dungeons.com a website you can go to and find out all the details about this show especially this current season and our previous season easy ways to consume it all if you're new to the show and if you are welcome Um, a reminder that the show is brought to you in part by our support from our friends over at phoenixpearltea.com slash twbd where there are a bunch of uh, branded teas just for you guys just for our show and i think you're going to love them so do check them out Also, we are coming up on another bonus show recording very soon. And I want to put the word out now, early, for your questions for the bonus show for our supporters. Head on over to the website, therewillbedungeons.com. Fill out the form and ask us what is on your mind. We'd be happy to answer it on our very next bonus show. Okay. I think that's uh, all of that. Let's get right into it and throw it back to Kyle, who will help us understand what the hell happened last time on There Will Be Dungeons.
1: Last time on There Will Be Dungeons, the Delvers were hired for a heist, secretly by Cassius of the Guild, but involving the Cloven Brotherhood, a group of Thieve Satyrs that Ko has worked with in the past. Right now we are speeding through the streets of Etimer, heading down, heading east along the main highway. Allspice, the large centaur, with his mane flying in the wind, is leading our car. In the distance, a glow builds and builds as, as the wither's estate, the place we just heisted, is a flame. In the distance, you can hear glass break. As the windows burst open, the curtains on fire and flames licking out. A bell begins to ring in the distance. Ding, de, ding, de, ding, de, ding, 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 signaling an emergency in the financial areas. But you all are on this cart speeding down the street. It is the dead of night. We started the heist at midnight, and we got out of there right at about 2.10. A few minutes late, right as Withers returned from a party. You find yourself in the back of that cart, but first, a little bit of technical talk here. The Delvers have leveled up, and I want to let the listeners know a little bit about what's happening there. Mm. Grinkeeper, the Paladin, has gained an aura of protection Whenever a friendly creature within 10 feet makes a saving throw, that saving throw gains a charisma modifier based on Grinkeeper. So make sure to stand close to Grinkeeper if things are going down. Ko. Ko gained expertise, which allowed him to increase his skill proficiency across his various skills. He's now really, really good at quite a few things. <laughs> Splendor Belt gained the ability Blessed Healer. Healing spells that he casts on others heals him as well. When you cast a spell of first level or higher that restores hit points to a creature other than you, you gain hit points equal to two plus the spell's level. Two plus spell level. That's awesome. Okay. Now, here on our map of Atomer, which everyone can find in the Discord as well, you speed around the corner, making your way past the markets past the governor's mansion down and a turn to the right, right before the bridge takes you into a warehouse area and a door opens swiftly in front of you. The cart pulls inside a warehouse and stops and the door closes. You now sit inside of the warehouse in the back of the cart. Our cart was laid out as before in the previous episode. One nasty, nasty, The rogue. Sits in front of you with a map of the wither's estate. He begins to climb out of the cart. In the back we have. Grinkeeper. Coe. And Splendor Belt. And a quiet rogue named Shrugs. We all unload out of the cart. And find ourselves in that warehouse now. On our person is. There are two bags of holding. One in the possession of Shrugs and one in the possession of Ko, which have all the various loots from our great heist. Otherwise, we're all a little beaten and bruised. We ended up going to, to the Vault of Withers. We ended up clearing the Vault of Withers just in time. However, as we failed to solve the many puzzles and collect the keys, you all have received some really massive damage over the course of fighting. A fire elemental, a water elemental, a air elemental... And I, we actually did get the key for the Earth Elemental. However, Shrugs was seen as a figure carrying a ton of coats running across the hallway by the servants in the building. That's where we find ourselves now. Nasty jumps out, cracks his fingers loudly, gives himself a little a, little elb- or a shoulder roll. Ah, well, we did it. Well done, everyone. Well done. And to you, Skippy. Excellent job. But we're not done yet. Wait, who's Skippy? That is the affectionate name, if you want to call it, uh, that Chuck Abnaz, a.k.a. Nasty, has for Ko.
0: Oh, that's Ko's nickname.
1: And you get the feeling that they're old acquaintances. Ko hasn't really shared any of his backstory with you. You just know him as a man who, well, is good at summoning psychic daggers. But otherwise, is rather secretive. And changes his accent from time to time. Now, it sounds like there's a din of people in the background. There's not. Silence. Oh,
0: well, there's nobody there.
1: We're. It's two a.m. Well, two thirty a.m. in the warehouse district. It is dead quiet.
0: Sorry, my camera's being dumb. I apologize.
2: <laughs> he turned into a dark elf in the middle of the show. <laughs> <laughs> that's really weird. Yeah, that's the big twist today.
3: Yeah, reveal, everybody.
0: Yeah, potato farmer gone rogue here. Well, I'm just sort of hanging and feeling. Tired from our adventure, so I'm not responding to any of this.
2: Cole, will take out the bag of holding and kind of show it, ready it. Assume that's what we're here for.
1: Nasty wiggles his fingers excitedly in front of him. And the tips touch. Oh, excellent! Uh, did you manage to
2: get the? goods from upstairs as well. The We were sent just for the jade. Was there something else you were wanting us to acquire?
1: You all spent a great time down there, getting into the withers' vaults, solving the puzzle left by the old winekeeper, but I'm very happy to hear yes that you have recovered the jade as well.
2: Uh we have there are going to be pieces that, um, besides our monetary compensation, that we may require for our own means. Fascinating and mysterious. And what about you, Shra?
1: And he turns and a small smoke bomb <laughs> goes off. Co <laughs> you think you see an elf run around the corner, disappear <laughs> from view. However, Grinkeeper, Splendor Belt, the only thing you see is this small, sizzling little firework left as it spins and lets out a small amount of smoke behind it.
3: I didn't know he could do that.
1: Yeah, I didn't either. In the back of the cart is the other bag of holding left by Shrugs. And next to it, a small wooden box. A music box, by the look of it.
2: Ah. All right, we'll go and retrieve that as well. Bring it forward. Should we take a look at what we've acquired? Some of it was done in a bit of haste. We did run
1: a little close to time, but not quite yet. We need to get to the safe house, the Cloven Brotherhood hideout. You've been a business partner for some time, Co. But we're very excited to let you into the fold here. But first, we must make our way across the road. Allspice, is the coast clear? You see the centaur, the large centaur, creak open the door slightly. Looks pretty good out there. I'd say it's time. Very good. We'll leave him here. We'll leave the cart here. Let's move. Everyone, roll stealth checks, and be aware. Of course, if you have advantage, disadvantage, depending on your various armors and items
2: that we have. Got a twenty-five.
4: Uh,
0: my, I have to roll disadvantage, and I got a one.
2: Not yeah, not a, not a natural one. one
0: is- yeah, I got a, I got a two minus one, so not a natty one. If that makes any difference. You got We're that two, <laughs> Kristen. You got a one as well.
2: Oh yeah, and that one. Don't you guys have the boots of Elvenkind on? Doesn't that give you advantage? Not are we still?
1: Are we still wearing those? Well, uh, Splendor Bell cancels out. Oh, if if indeed he has his, on his armor, which currently is equipped. Yeah. Though. I'm, yeah. Though we could also say that Grinkeeper did supply you all with those outfits. Now, of course, Ko wore his own outfit, but Grinkeeper did give you guys some black cloth clothes to wear previously. We did, but All didn't. Right, my memory's
0: bad. Did I end up. I thought I ended up putting on my armor anyway because I just felt stupid without it or something.
2: I think you probably did.
0: Yeah. Sounds good. So I think that's. I'm just not stealthy. So a one. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Nasty, nimbly slides sideways out the door. Both bags of holding are now on Ko's shoulders. What'd you do with the small box? Did you put that in the bag of holding or did you pocket that in a personal
2: stash? Uh, It was separate from the bag so it probably would have gone in like a pocket or a you know, some, some sort of pouch on my person. A satchel? Yeah. Ko also
1: nimbly makes his way out the door. You said you got a 25. 25, yeah. So the two with hooves are completely silent as they make their way across cobblestone and brick in the street and head across, heading towards the river following Nasty. The door opens a little wider for Grinkeeper, who needs some space for her bases and her, you know, her her various um, strengthy bulk, let's call it. And as she does, a cat. Zooms by, running right under Splendor Belt's foot, who steps on the tail. <laughs> Screams out into the night sky. This startles Grinkeeper, who trips a little bit, some pebbles fly about, but otherwise is moving yeah, in the darkness through the lit streets as fast as she can anyway. Splendor Belt with this cat scream. You're brought back to a time on Snake Island. A map was required. And before you, a writhing snake. Hissing. (laughs) As you were forced to take a dagger, run it long ways down, and remove the map from inside. You squirmed. You protested. But you retrieved the map all the same. As for what the map was, well, maybe you'll remember another time.
0: Wait, so, so Hold on, I got this from the guts of a cat? I tore this out of a
1: cat? You <laughs> tore it out of a snake. Oh, a snake! Okay. But the screams of the cat reminded you of the screams of the, or the hisses of the snake. Got it. Where you recovered that map. You stand completely frozen in the middle of the street, having just stepped on this screaming cat. The memory coming washing back to you.
0: Slightly less dramatic that it was a snake, by the way. I would really freak out if it was a cat. That'd be gross. I've opened snakes before. Or I should say Splendor Belt has. <laughs>
1: Good backstory. <laughs> <laughs>
4: yeah, <this> is-
1: <laughs> Long time ago. <laughs> Back on the farm. Splendor Belt regains his composure and runs to catch up with the group. Nasty leads you down the hill. To where the mud begins along the riverside, and you walk underneath the bridge, where there is a tunnel, a sewer system. Fifteen feet wide, this large tunnel goes back into the city. You have spent, have, have spent some time, you know, exploring the various tunnels, sewers under Atemer. In fact, in our long ago, actually, let, let me see, just for uh, for fun for the audience here. That would have been the montage episode, so on episode 5 of season 1, you all did a little bit of work in the sewers and emerged a little stinky after fighting a carrion crawler down there. So you find yourself at this tunnel entrance back into the city, and Nasty leads you down 15 feet wide. The center 5 feet is taken up by water that is pouring out into the river, which of course runs up, down, and to that lake where you guys had the climax of the previous season. On each side of this five foot, you know, ravine sewer system are pathways, walkways that are dry and lead into the tunnel sewers. In total darkness, Nasty walks ahead. Now, Splendor Belt has dark vision. Does anyone use the light, or do, do we attempt to follow Nasty's
2: lead in silence and darkness?
3: Grinkeeper attempts to keep following.
2: I'd, I'd attempt to keep following. He's a satyr like me, and if he's managing, I can manage. Yeah, Both keep, of you roll a acrobatics check.
1: You're good, Splendor Belt. You have dark vision. Oh, That's right. 30-20. 30-20. Two dirty 20s means we (laughs) proceed with no problems at all. There is some sloshing of the water nearby, but nothing disturbing. And certainly we do not alert anybody further or make any noise as we go in accidents. You follow. You hear Nasty's footsteps now casual, no longer sneaking as he gets deeper into this tunnel. And there's a number of whines, twists and turns as you follow him in total darkness you have trouble deciding which way you're going, which way you've been. If you'd like to, you may roll a survival check and to see if you can sort of map it in your head. But otherwise, we walk in total
2: darkness. Um do I get the sense that he's being intentionally obfuscating with how we how we're going that this is a, a, meant to kind of turn us around a little.
1: You have an excellent... Yeah, you have a passive... in. Oh, no, actually, your insight isn't, isn't engaged in the super rogue skills, so you have a 12 insight. Uh, he is walking loudly. You know, his hooves are clopping on the pathway here in the sewer system, so it's not as though he's trying to lose you by any means, but it does feel like the twists and turns are meant to... Continue to hide the location that you're heading to. Uh, He's done just about everything besides put the bag over your head, as it were.
2: Hmm. Okay. Um, Are we in a fairly confined space, these tunnels? Or are they pretty big and wide? They're 15
1: feet wide, so five feet on each side of the little five-foot ravine of the sewer system. There's more than enough room to kind of push by each other and walk around.
2: As a personal space I would like to one, once I get the feeling obviously it wouldn't be for the whole thing because uh, this is unexpected but once I start to get the feeling that he's trying to maybe lead us around a little bit I'm gonna take out a piece of chalk and just casually mark the wall as I go by
0: oh wow, that's a nice idea
1: nice let's do a st- uh, hmm Sleight of hand, Yeah, you could do a stealth check. I think sleight of hand is a really cool idea. Mm -hmm. Because then you're kind of doing like the arms crossed, but the piece of chalk sort of sticking sideways at you.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
1: Another dirty 20. All right. No sound is made as this chalk sort of coasts along the... Work stone walls, and you feel it kind of go, k-kunk, 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 like it's not bricked; it's actually tunneled in that limestone that this entire city on, sits on top of. So it's rough, you know, like like you might run chalk across unworked stone or even like stucco, but it doesn't make a noise and it doesn't slow your pace. Eventually, you hear him stop in front of you, about You see this, Co. Evelyn you both are able to sense that he has stopped his movement. And you hear a of stone moving slightly. And then Nasty says, trying times. And suddenly, light pours into the tunnel as a door opens. And as it pulls back slightly and then swings open, you see that it is masked Meshed with the wall. Decorated so that it couldn't be noticed if you walked by. You may now open that map in your Discord. And inside is a long 15-foot table. The one opening the door, a female centaur, has a mass of hair. You can assume that this hair must go down past her butt. It is curled over itself into this amazing pompadour. About a foot high. She wears in the usual rogue outfits that you would expect in these sort of situations. She has a number of daggers on her person. But a centaur. I posted in Discord some hairstyles we'll be talking about today.
2: Okay, these are great.
1: Beyond, beyond the female centaur at that 15-foot table, sitting... With his feet crossed up on the table, arms crossed as well, a number of papers laid out in front of him is another centaur. But this one has a hair sort of angled into this huge pile in the front. Another pompadour shaved along the sides. As he turns to you and sees Nasty, he gives a little head nod. He stands up, walks around the table a little bit and grabs a short sword or something in a sheath at his
2: side and whips it out does anyone do anything uh I would immediately manifest the blades in my hand get some light up blades going just uh hey I'm armed now mechanically
1: your blades do not shed light but they can refract light I mean they are they are psychic yeah so are you? Is this uh, hidden in any way? As it wouldn't like—it's not a lightsaber. Doesn't like w the whole room. <laughs> uh,
2: I mean, I, I kind of feel like there would be some like subtle magical manifestation, but I would, you know, I'm I'm ready. It's not a big show.
1: Yeah, yeah, and also you're a rogue, so I've always assumed they don't make noise. But if you want to, you know, bzz, we can talk about that. No, subtle. Let's okay, keep them subtle. Splendor belt, Grinkeeper?
0: I would grip my the handles of my uh, my maces with my faces, and but not pull them out or wield them, just kind of be ready, like a hand on a holster, sort of Western moment, a stare down.
3: Grinkeeper is nonplussed. She's kind of tired, but she trusts that they won't do anything. And if they did,
1: she
0: just punch them. Is she cutting out for you guys too? Is that just me?
1: You seem to be cutting out.
0: Oh, that wasn't just me then. That was weird. Say something, Kristen, real quick.
2: Test, test, test. Oh, weird. It started to come back right at the end. Yeah. It was a little...
0: I don't know what that is. Oh, we should be okay. I'm not worried about it. If it gets oh, bad again, I'll say something.
1: Yeah, we might need to pause and cancel noise cancellation, the new Discord feature. That's what was doing it to me last week.
0: Oh, that is new, isn't it? Ish. Um, so if
1: you go to video and voice settings and then noise suppression and give that a shot, turn that off. All right. Uh, try turning off echo cancellation below that.
4: It's above it.
3: All right. Test, test, test. One, two, three. Much there we better. Go. Hey,
0: there yep, we go. That Great. did it. I will try to remember awesome. that next time I run into that. That's good. I hate when they change features. <laughs>
1: <clears throat> anyway, sorry. Back to it. Proceeding. Walks around the table, pulls out, unsheaths something, co readies his psychic blades. Splinterbelt grabs both his face masons, and as he. Whoops. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> It hasn't gone to blows.
3: Oh, that, that started.
1: <laughs> I thought
0: that was an unsheathed sound. It was not. I apologize. Continue. Pretend it and was. And as he brings the
1: blade forward, one side of the blade is cut into teeth. And he begins to comb his large hair with it. <laughs> uh,
2: oh, no.
1: Ah, hair. good to see you, Nasty. Welcome back. Who are these clowns? And Nasty... Sunbeam, Clipper, a pleasure. (laughs) The job was a success. Make sure that Allspice receives his payment. He's waiting in the warehouse. We have some bags to go through. If I may, of course. You're the boss! And he continues to comb his hair as he walks back around the table. Sunbeam, the one with the huge two-foot hair... Slowly closes that door, and you can see now the the sort of massive hilt's the 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 turns on the door that allowed it to open this way as it swings closed, and then pushes forward shut, flush with the wall again. Nasty leads you around a corner, and you find yourself in a large area. Let's see here. Uh, you find yourself in a about a hundred and fifty feet by hundred and fifty feet underground room. There are tons of boxes and barrels down here, all piled around. All labeled from different houses, different merchants, different companies. Piles and piles of what you can figure is old loot. This place is packed with satyrs. Around you can see about seven performing various activity, there's a large bonfire before you, some 10 feet wide, and it does leave the room a little smoky, but this is providing warmth and light to the entire area. In front of that, you see another satyr. He has his hair kind of made into this long, twisting strand that curls past his face, kind of covering one half, one eye. Beyond him, Three satyrs play cards. A large, large table, 15 feet by 25 feet long, sits. With two satyrs sitting at it, counting gems, stacking coins. You see a closed door to your left. Two doors to your right, one closed, and then a door straight ahead beyond. Nasty leads you into this room. Says hi to everybody as he passes. Lots of, lots of, like, pointy fingers, kind of A-A, like a a, a is kind of going on. Strong Stronghorn, Swift Cleave, Dabble Chin, Copperback. Good to see ya. Sparkles, Great Hoof, a pleasure. Where's Fruit Loops? Ah, he's sleeping. Fruit Loops always sleeping. Co. Everybody, Co is back. Skippy. Skippy has returned to us. He's brought some friends from his recent job. We're going to be taking a look at what they gathered. Hey, is this the Wither's estate job? The very same. The very same, Fit fuzz, The very same. I will be with you in a moment. Do make yourselves at home, the three of you. And he walks through the closed door on the right. From the room beyond straight ahead, you hear a and the one that was Great Hoof ah, gets himself up massages his large mohawk and walks into the back room and you hear and the kicking of a metal something and he comes back out and sits down begins counting his coins again
3: So, uh, you gonna introduce us to your friends,
4: Ko?
2: Well, uh, I wouldn't exactly call them friends. They're, like, more like previous acquaintances. Cool? Cool? And Ko is going to just sort of stand and look very awkward.
3: So, uh, how long were you with these guys?
2: Um, well, I... You know, it's... it's... A little bit of time. I did... You know, we worked together on a couple things that they needed, and... You know, just... Uh, we're work acquaintances.
3: Cool. Cool. Greenkeeper will just keep looking around. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and it does strike you a little bit that Ko has always been rather good at his role. And you think back to that fight on the beach, even, where he flanked, where he performed these tactics, he's always been a very efficient rogue. He's always been very aware of how to be one, and now surrounded by all these thieves and brigands with their outrageous hairstyles. Some thoughts start wandering through your mind.
3: Namely, what was your hairstyle like before you (laughs) left?
2: (laughs) Well, Ko's hair isn't unlike what they have. He actually has the kind of undercut, fallen over mohawk on his head. He keeps it down and a little bit, you know, more presentable, a little less uh, punk than what they're going for, but it's not unlike what they have.
1: Over at the table to your left, the game seems to have gone a little sour and an argument begins to break out. Lots of daggers are thrown onto the table. Words are being thrown back and forth. Uh, Let me uh, check real quick here just to see the languages. An argument breaks out in Sylvan. Ko, you're the only one who understands this. There was cheating at the table, naturally. Dabblechin stands up. She has. <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs> exactly,
1: exactly. Uh, yep. She has what, what you would picture is almost like two pigtails that run down her back but she has twisted these up and around into kind of this maze work on her head about six inches high. She walks with her hands in her back pocket looking a little pissed off, completely hunched over with this very kind of rocking walk over to y'all and walks right up to Grinkeeper. Gives you a sniff. (sighs) You sure you belong here?
3: Uh... (laughs) <laughs> Greenkeeper will sniff her back if it means because I don't smell like a zoo.
1: <laughs> ooh. And she she brings the ooh. She shares it with the room. Ooh. And lots of like, oh. You hear her run the back on. What's going on? Shut up, Fruit Loops.
3: <laughs> I like this Fruit Loops guy.
1: Oh, well. We have a player in our midst. Tell me, what was this your first big job, little girl?
3: No. I have had a lot of jobs in my short life.
1: Would you like to deception or performance? Because technically you have had a lot of jobs with the guild. You've been yeah, a absolutely. lot of places.
3: Every guild job has been a job.
1: And you did get loot and you did kill monsters and get paid. So, uh, it's in such a telling. It might not be a deception check if you were to tell it the right way.
3: No, she believes that every guild thing she's done is a job. She doesn't un- I don't think she fully grasps that job means a thief, a heist.
1: Well, let's see a uh, performance then. Or yeah, you I mean, you could do a uh a persuasion, but Ten. What, what stories do you regale them with?
3: None. What, what, what? She'd have to ask if she wants stories.
1: Okay. So you, you give her a, a middle-of-the-road answer, you know, exactly what you said. Yeah, I've done some jobs. All right. All right. Hey, big guy. What's your story? She walks over to you, Splendor Belt. Um, with folded arms,
0: I will say, what part of the story are you looking for today?
1: Well, what about... And she pulls a dagger from her back pocket. And I'm going to roll for this one. Let's see. Okay, 17. She gives it a couple little twirls in her finger, and the dagger begins to descend towards you, and she gives a little poke to your amulet, your amulet of the devout on your chest, a symbol of paylor mm. and kind of knocks it around a little bit. This one... What's this one about?
0: It is a representative of my devotion to Paylor.
1: Hear that, everybody? Got the clergy in our midst. (laughs) What brings you to a hideout like this?
0: Uh, To be honest, I am not entirely sure, other than I am following my companions, and if you are wondering if you intimidate me, you do not.
1: I think it's fair to say that Splendor Belt is not intimidated, but would you like to add a roll to this statement? Um, yeah. How would I do that,
0: though? I'm not rolling to intimidate, or maybe I am. Just like a return intimidation here.
1: Yeah, you could do intimidate. I believe, um, as a half-orc... You get a bonus on it, but I think that's already calculated in. Let's see. It is. I think I get a plus four. That's not
0: that's on top of what? What's
1: my stat there? Oh, you gain proficiency in intimidate. So you've already got the bonus applied. Yeah, it's already in there. So here we go. A roll.
0: Ooh, a natural 20 for 24.
1: Damn. <laughs> so so she's kind of she's kind of got her dagger. She's playing, you know, with your amy a little bit and messing with you looking around the room for her backup and her eyes go up to your face and it is dead stoic (laughs) it is frightening you got i mean you have the half orc teeth the glare everything is perfect and she just freezes (laughs) sweet do you do anything uh, no. I'll stare her down until she looks away. She writhes uncomfortably for a moment, walks a little further down next to Co. Looks like he got some new friends, Co, and heads back into the room where you've heard Fruit, Slo- Fruit Loop sleeping.
2: Ko'll <laughs> just look at his companions and just go, Good job don't don't let' them in, intimidate you
0: did we figure out what was chicken sound? I will say back to Co what That's is good question. what is did making start something some sort of chicken sound I hear it inside. nobody knows okay
2: i I don't know we could we could check it out what go look.
0: All right.
3: friend Cooper will start heading over to.
0: Yeah, why not? We'll we'll scope it out. See, I, I'm seri- with this one serious goal of where's that chicken sound coming from?
1: You guys walk around, walk around the very large table heading towards that back wall where there was a small room. And of course, the metal banging and the chicken noise coming from. You look inside and down the hall, a very, very short five foot hall into a 15 by 15 room. You see on the floor, a large sewer grate, the kind with the bars descending down into darkness. You can see through it. It's about, it's a circular, it's about four feet wide. And the room is covered in bird poop on the ground. You see one that was called Great Hoof, with a large broom, which is just caked, pushing the the bird poop down the hole. But in two cages on the back wall, Splendor Belt, you are immediately taken back to a certain day of adventuring where you faced one of these two cockatrices sit in cages. The very beast that bit you on the butt and you awoken back in your room with part of your shoe broken off. And they're in cages. They are currently restrained. Correct. They're in cages. And okay. you you both you all remember, of course, from that day that it was their bite that turned Splendor Belt to stone, not their eyes. It's not a basilisk situation. Okay. And Uh-oh. they, like, in their in their K and great uh, hoof goes ah, and bangs it with the broom. You know, large like a custodian kind of square broom on the end. Ah, calm down, Stonewall. Shut up, Goldie. And he, be- and he begins to sweep again. He sees at least the two of you, Splendor belt and Greenkeeper, have definitely entered the area and are looking. You want some?
0: You want some what of these chi- of these? uh I guess I know the name. These these cockatrice. You no. You're just trying to find out where sound was coming from. Why are they in here?
1: Why the? Why this is? This is one of our most important supplies. Stonewall, get... and he just. Banging, banging the, banging the cage, and as Stonewall scared, you know this this freaky looking lizard chicken backs into a corner. You see a small nest, and reach in reaches in and grabs and pulls out an egg. Looking around the corner, he sees Co. Co, for old times' sake, and holds one up.
2: <laughs> no, that's that's okay. I'm I'm good. Thanks
1: more for the rest of us he lifts up a knee and cracks the egg on his knee and smears the egg into his hands and goes and redoes his mohawk
0: (laughs) oh man
1: (laughs) I hate that so much I hate that and you hear and it it crinkles it 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 solidifies you hear kind of like as it soaks into his hair and you see his mohawk just perfect Unmoving, as though made of stone. Wow, crazy! I love it. The door opens to your right, Co, and Nasty emerges back out. He has put on a nice. Let's let's think for a moment. What what would Na- Nasty has a beautiful orange smoking robe on. And comes out. And he's got with him, you know, one of those long pipes with the little metal on the end that kind of, you kind of knock out the tobacco off. And he's and he's swinging it back and forth. It's lit. It's leaving this smoke trail through the air. Everyone, everyone, gather around. Our new accomplices are here. And everybody pays attention. The fight going on at the table, you know, he- uh, uh, satyr heads in arm locks freezes as everybody looks over. And the fight breaks up immediately, and everyone just starts laughing, having a good time. They head over to the barrels. They begin to uncork them. Drinks begin to be be served as Nasty. Makes his way, kind of swinging this like a baton, like he's conducting everybody. Everybody, everybody, gather round. It's time for the unbagging. The most celebrated time for any thieves. The three of you, please, join us at the
2: table. All right, move over yeah I'll sit
1: uh, let's go ahead and uh, we'll move these tokens around a little bit everyone can kind of put themselves where they would locate their person
0: this guy next to Ko is very uh, socially distant from Ko here <laughs> <laughs> a little space
1: Nasty walks himself around to the back of the table, now standing next to Splendor Belt. Everyone, I want you to meet, and he slaps you on the back, Splendor Belt, Cobra Commander. Our newest healer in the party. Welcome, Cobra. Good work down there. I
0: will nod
1: curtly. Dabblechin, the woman who you inter- in- intimidated earlier, begins whispering to her, the companions that are surrounding her. And they all kind of like, "Ooh,
4: damn. damn.
1: <laughs> and some of them are pointing at this at the snake <coughs> staff that's on your back. You, of course, all know Skippy. Ko has returned to us. Good to have you back, Ko. And as Great Hoof emerges from the back all the same, he rolls an egg across to you, Ko. It is now currently moving across this ten foot wide table rolling at you. Uh,
2: Ko just watches it roll by and possibly all the way onto the floor.
1: With quick hands as it slides past you and begins to fall Copperback, a rather built satyr catches it cracks it on his belt and takes it up and begins to twist and coil his hair into this large sort of spiral that goes about five inches off his head and you hear next to you that as the hair takes its shape and one Oh dear, we forget your name, young one.
3: Uh, Long Jump Jenny.
1: Long Jump Jenny. Sadly, your last mission was in a... Your first heist was in a basement, huh? Not much opportunity to show your skills.
3: Yeah, no skills involved. It was so easy.
1: Wasn't now. We'll, We'll see. We'll see. Long jump, Jenny, everyone, long jump, Jenny. And they all kind of like ooh, ooh, all around the table. And they all kind of gossip among each other. Ko, you, you think about this for a moment. And that's a pretty bold name for someone to pick among satyrs who are well known for their mirthful leaps, their great feats of jumping and running. Well now, well now. Everybody, hands in your back pockets. This was not your heist, though I know you're curious about it. If you would please, Co, the bags. Let's see what we got.
2: All right, Ko will take the first bag of holding and uh, dramatically turn it inside out. Now, this is this is the bag that you used, right? Yes which, turning a bag of holding inside out, I believe just causes all of the contents to spill forth from the bag. And they do, with a
1: little bit of momentum. You kind of push the base of the bag, and it all just... (gasps) Like someone dumping a chest on the floor and all the coins, you know, you can practically see the pirate standing on top of it. These cascade across the table, some 21 statues of jade. Splendorboat, Grinkeeper, you had no idea that Co had any of these items. In fact, that was, uh... You saw him disappear for a brief time when he went and helped Shrugs upstairs to recover a key from a jacket before, well, uh, before Shrugs came downstairs with the very key. So you have no knowledge of these many horses and boats and dragons and and carvings of people and pictures. It just... Huge, like, dioramas made of jade just come tumbling out across the table. And all of them... All the sayers in the room, whoa, ooh, ah, hey. It's not that big of a deal, you know what I'm saying. They all sit like Nasty Requested, or stand, with their hands in their back pockets. But they're all kind of bending down, all kind of, ooh, like catching the light off the jade from the bonfire and really soaking it in. But along with these items comes an old-looking greenish wizard hat, Cascades of Groth State. We're talking like the cone kind. A candle, a candle made of this sort of grayish black wax tumbles across the table. A cloak comes tumbling out with a nice little chain that connects along the neck and a set of three square dice, which as they roll across the table, seem to stay together, even though all the items are cascading and spreading, the three dice tumble as though connected by a string and all land on sixes. Among this, too, uh, are three vials of small black liquid. And now you have to help me a little bit, Co. Did you put in the bag of holding the pair of pants with the flat metal discs that were once bells and the broken pieces of the staff, or was that a personal bag?
2: Uh, No, that went in the bag of holding as well after it was crushed. So also issuing
1: forth a broken conch shell connected to a broken bit of stick that tumbles across the table and this pair of pants which gives the saddest little jingle jingle as it lands on the table, thoroughly crushed. <laughs> Nasty is beside himself. He, he, he pulls his arms wide, his, his pipe still smoking, and soaks in a beautiful... Absolutely beautiful. He gives himself a grandiose little twirl, too. Absolutely fantastic. Ah, some mysteries in this bag, I see.
2: The other, if you please, Ko, so we can soak it all in. And Ko will do the same with the other bag.
1: Actually, I did forget as well that the gems were not exclusive to the other bag, too. So cascading out of Ko's bag comes emeralds, diamonds, rubies, garnets across the table, all catching that bonfire light. But they all seem to be a little more excited. They've seen You literally saw them earlier counting gems as well. They've definitely been a little more excited about this jade collection. But you empty Shrugs' bag from the mission, and out tumbles as well m- many, many gems... Uh, opals, alexandrites uh, pyridots? Is that how you say it? Uh, <laughs> all sorts of gems also cascade forth. Uh, if anyone would like to make a well, let's see, a, an intelligence check they could take a guess as to how many gems might be on the table at what worth.
2: Sure, why not? Let's see how it goes. No, it's a seven. <laughs> it's money.
1: It's all <laughs> money. a splendor bell actually yeah let's let's see what you get on a since you love money so much i'd be curious to see what you what you think of all these gems you said an inch or an intelligence check yeah all right here we go an 8 it's <laughs> a lot of money you have no idea how much once again that that small little gem in your pocket kind of burns a hole in your mind that you collected down there in the basement But it is your secret, after all. That gem is all yours. In addition to the many gems that fall out of Shrugs' bag, there is a a withered old fishman toe. But also a mirror, a black mirror, which is framed in a sort of swirly pattern on the sides. A old painting pours out with a large group of people, almost like a class photo. And a book, a book that seems to be exhuming a sort of clear slime. And it's a pretty, you know, two inch thick book, this, and it's got old, old bindings like you would find in a library, just a completely worn front and back. There's also inside a small, about three inches wide or three inches in diameter disk of stone that has little carvings that go up and down and up and down running along the sides all of this is
2: poured out on the table would I recognize and suspect that that disc could go to the music box that I have tucked away you do because it's it's your your character
1: that is a simple deduction to make for you and you think to yourself oh damn that could go in the music box
2: okay okay I'll just keep an eye on it. Now, Ko,
1: you had a special request for some of these items, yes?
2: Uh, yeah, that's right. Um, well, as you, as you all know, we received some uh, not official guild support uh, to help make this possible. And part of the condition of that is we need to find some sort of evidence documenting business partners and practices that uh, withers might have had so if we find anything um, that would tell them that uh, that needs to go with them with us to them swift cleft on the side uh, of
1: the table wait what's this guild business we're working with the guild now And a rabble begins to build around the table. Nasty waves his pipe in front of his face, kind of letting the fumes circle his nose. Ko, Ko, ah, I thought you were in the guild for money, Ko. You'll be rich after this heist, and still you want to play the hero.
2: I have just come to learn recently, Nasty, that sometimes even... When you treat people well, they'll come back into your life, so maybe it's better to uh, not make enemies. Ooh, you hear that? Enemies
1: with the guild, we might be if we don't give in to this request. And he bangs his pipe on the table, letting out the tobacco. He takes, he reaches into his side and begins to pack it full again. Well, well. Fitchfuzz, what do you have to say? This is a lot of money, boss. This is a lot of money, boss. I think, I think we can part with a few magic goodies. <laughs> well. You heard FitFuzz. Let's begin counting. If you would all like to explore your guild goods, you may do so at the other table.
2: And Ko will start gathering up. Uh, he'll go immediately for the the music box thing, but also gather up anything that is not a gem or jade. uh, Assuming that, you know, any of those might be the items they're looking for.
3: Greenkeeper follows suit.
2: Yeah, I'll do the same.
1: I'll help. Cool. Just for expediency here, what I'm going to do is I'm going to grab... Uh, the list of loot, so you guys can kind of picture it anyway, what the you know non money items are that way we can go through them clearly on the other table as soon as you grab those items, do you all step away from the table?
2: Yeah, yeah, I'd move away.
1: yep, no protest from Splendor about leaving all the money behind?
0: No. No, because I mean, it would be on his mind, but I, any sort of protest in this environment's not going to get me anywhere. So, you know, I'll keep in mind that I kind of keep a, a, a mental lock on what I think I see around. And if I see anything fishy going on, I would say something. But for now, I'll trust everybody.
1: As you walk away, you see the one fit fuzz affix a... Appraisal the magnifying glass on uh, one of those little eye uh, tubes over his eye, and he begins to go through the gems and say, This is looking real good, boss. This is looking real. Real co really came through for us, huh? Grinkeeper, Splendor Belt, as you start to walk away from the table, one great hoof holds up an egg to each of you. You did good out there part of the brotherhood now. He holds up an egg to each of us? Yeah, one of those cockatrice eggs. And he eyes your hair and gives you a little eyebrow raise. (laughs) He's like, here's some free hair care products. Enjoy. For your
0: fine work. Um, I would just look at him. I ain't taking that egg.
3: Greenkeeper will pocket the egg. But she won't put it. She won't break it and put it in her hair.
1: Suit yourself.
0: I take big my, guy, you look. I take it back. Give me, give me, give me the egg, and I will take it. Crack it on the side of my head, one handed. Open it
1: one handed and eat it. Just slurp it down like a big wet booger. Roll a Constitution saving throw. All right.
4: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Here comes.
2: Come on, baby. No fear. No fear. Sixteen. You
1: ever had what was called a Baconator?
0: Yeah, I have.
1: <laughs> you know how energetic you feel after that? <laughs> yeah. That's what's sitting in your stomach right now, a rock. Oh, no. However, however, one dabble chin sees this over the table and just yells, Holy. <laughs> holy. <laughs> God. What the is wrong with that man? <laughs> that is the biggest badass I ever seen. And everyone is in awe. The stoic, stoic man that showed up today that they've never met just ate a petrifying egg. That they use as hair care products. You basically drink petroleum and you're fine. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. You wear <Beware> my <laughs> ability to eat an egg. All right, move you guys over to the table by yourself. They they continue to go through the many gems. And I have posted here in the Discord a list of, uh, of the mundane names for the items.
3: Grinkeeper's going for that painting.
1: You pick up a painting. And it's got about 12 individuals in it, and they're all sitting rather stoically. However, in the back middle, with his arms over everyone, you see a face you remember Enzo. Enzo Withers, the face from the mirror that you spoke to back in Skullkeep.
3: She'll flip it around, check the back, any writing or anything.
1: It's in a frame. So you you flip it around and you can kind of see, you know, the little metal bars that you would bend outwards to kind of work it out of the the wooden frame it's in.
3: Oh, yeah. She's going to break that thing. She's going to break the frame.
1: Like over your knee, like full blown? Yeah, you... over the knee. All right. You, you give it a bust. Now, this is the second or the third object they've seen you break in the last three hours, so Grinkeeper's on a bit of a tirade, but all the same, you give it a break and you pull out... You pull out the painting, which is on a sort of, um... It's it's painted on kind of a a fibrous material, and despite the painting being aged, the fibrous paper or, or, uh, uh... parchment that it's made on seems a lot older. But maybe an investigation check or perhaps a history check would reveal more. You realize with a minus one in history, you've never really paid attention in class much. Uh,
3: 14 with investigation.
1: You look over the painting. Is this uh? Grinkeeper doesn't strike me as a as as the careful kind of person.
3: Absolutely not.
1: So you straight up run your hands all over this thing. You bend it, you kinda hold it up to the light, and you see that there is another painting underneath here. You're not sure how to get to it without ruining the paper itself. But the image, the the painting of these twelve people, presumably the Withers family was painted over another image.
3: She'll share this with Cohen blunderbelt. Anybody know how to get under this?
2: Uh, I'm not... I'm not sure. Maybe we could, um, but that might be... We should definitely save it at the very least. Cassius might be interested in that.
0: Yes. Is a art form in itself to strip off... A uh, higher level of paint and get underneath, but I am not skilled in this. I have heard of it before.
2: I don't know if there's any cross-pollination of that skill. Co is great at document forging. Really good at it. But I don't know if that means he would be good at getting under a painting, or have any knowledge of how to do it.
1: I think we could use our, our forgery kit back at your house for that.
2: So Ko will let them know I I think I might have a way to attempt it Um But it's, it's not here It's back at home Let's actually see um
1: Tools, thieves, tools So it's an item not a tool The forgery kit
2: Yeah it's an item It's equipment Okay I do have one in my inventory. It's just not yeah. the nice one that uh, he was given. So I, I guess I could try it.
1: Yeah, let's let's see what the what I, what I'm looking up right now.
2: Dexed. So it's dex-based to
1: use that tool.
2: So I believe it's dex plus my proficiency because I'm proficient at it. Correct. Okay, so it would be. So the straight dex roll is a twelve, plus my proficiency bonus would put it at a thirteen. Or I'm sorry, a fifteen.
1: A fifteen? Okay. So yeah. you you grab out your tools, your various forgery things. I mean, these these are all things from pens and paints to actual like removers, scratchers, everything to weather a document, and you just begin to peel off if the is that what you're going for? You just just straight up scratch off with care the top layer of paint?
2: Yeah, I don't know if I would do the whole thing necessarily. It might be to just just start enough to get an idea of what's underneath. Okay. Yeah. Um, and know that I would be able to do it without damaging what's underneath.
1: Cool, so the, the painting is in front of this large mantel fireplace, and in fact, you recognize in the background behind that large door that you guys saw over the mantle in Skull Keep. Uh, Splendor Belt, back then, you you noted that there was some sort of crazy chicken beasts on that imagery. Which, in fact, you would now know today, after your encounters with them, as the Hook Horrors. Mm. Those screaming, deep, dark chickens that you fought. Mm-hmm. Down in the Atomer Dungeon, which is now sealed beneath the Temple of Paylor. So, but, uh, in addition, so you have that that imagery in the middle, the large mantle, and then the family gathered below with, with Enzo Withers holding his hands, kind of encompassing them all. But you've got these sides, you know, left, right of him, where there isn't much decoration, there isn't much going on or any people faces.
2: And is it does it seem to be that the entire painting is over the top of something, or is it just sections, as if just parts of the painting have been painted over the top?
1: You have kind of have the edges of the actual paper that it's painted on, the actual parchment, that is clear because that was sitting underneath the frame. But as soon as the it enters the main viewing port area, there would be those 12 people. So the only sort of dead areas would be the left-right of the mantel. Uh, but the imagery is sort of Grinkeeper point as she held it up to the to the bonfire it covers the whole image it was painted over okay. an entire something
2: Okay yeah I would just kind of pick a section and start working working a, a whole section of it Alright
1: you got a good roll on that you're currently at work because that's going to take some time uh Greenkeeper you've passed off this item but you were a part of this exchange as well. Splenderbell you added a few words but is there any item that you have investigated first? Um no.
0: No. Uh let's see. The one I like I would have said or I would have had, uh, you know, I would have taken an eye to it and probably messed with it or grabbed it would be that pair of dice. Um I'm really curious. Or the set of square dice, I guess it's three of them. Is this the one that has the, like, they stay together and they always land on six?
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Okay. I would be really curious about those. So I would, I, if I was to investigate any, I would be rolling those around in my hand, trying to understand how those worked.
1: Okay. So you are currently appraising and figuring out a tuning as it were, as everyone can to magic items uh in this time that Co is working on the project. Grinkeeper, you gave up your project, as it were, so Splendor Bell is currently playing with three dice. Is there anything you'd like to have at? The mirror. You pick up the mirror, and do you give it any sort of special treatment or do anything particular with it?
3: No, she just checks out the front. She checks out the back.
1: <laughs> you hold up the mirror, and it takes you a moment because all you see is Hair. And as you sort of move it around your face and kind of look at it, it shows you the back of your head. The mirror reflects what you cannot see, as it were, but the opposite side of you. So if you hold it up to your left side, you see your right side. Hold up to your right side, you see your left side. Now, of course, you can't go see your front side because you'd hold it behind your head and that would then show your face. But, you know, like a mirror, it doesn't reverse. It doesn't flip you upside down. But this mirror shows the back of your head.
3: Is the back of her hair out of place?
1: <laughs> uh, I mean, it, it's not uh, as beautiful as it could be with the egg in your pocket.
4: <laughs> she won't use
3: the egg, but she will start fixing her hair. All
1: right, uh, I've I've uh, I've lost it. So it, it's it's Evelyn has does what with her hair? Keeper. It's grinnkeeper that keeps her hair down, right?
3: No, Grinkeeper always has her hair up. Evelyn okay. always wears it down.
1: Okay, okay. So Grinkeeper goes about fixing her up hair. Now with the help of this back of the head showing mirror. Uh, Splendor Belt. As she fixes her hair, we'll all sort of advance one step of time into the future as we all complete our various activities. What you have is Charlatan's Dice. This is a set of three... 3D6s, uh, of course, in the world, these do not work uh, as a player. Uh, but you can choose what numbers appear on them when you roll them.
0: Oh, so they're not stuck with six. I can be whatever I want them to be.
1: Yeah, so as you roll them, if you want three snake eyes,
0: oh, no. you can do that. <laughs> Just the word snake. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay so i I would actually take them with this now you know attuned knowledge toss them on the table and wish them to be a two a one and
1: a six would it do it and they do that but as they roll they tend to keep in this little grouping
0: okay well these are is some rogue bullshit but i'm keeping them or i want them i'll say so
1: As you roll them, you also kind of you you start playing with a little bit. You also discover you could have them kind of land stacked on top of each other if you wish, or in a little tiny you know three dice pyramid after leaving your hand.
0: Can I can I tell them to spread out further to not look suspicious? Meaning, you know, like real dice, like a ten. This one went ten inches that way, and this one stayed close to me, and this other one went to the left, that sort of thing. Or do they always no matter
1: there? no matter how you roll them, they stay about three inches apart and always kind of land in this. Triangle formation. And you know, triangles have many angles. It's not necessarily a a perfect triangle, but they tend to always link to each other. However, you have no trouble just pulling one dice and holding it aloft and rolling it by itself. Oh, that's cool.
0: Okay, I will. I will. Uh, I will uh, desire these greatly.
1: <laughs> uh, uh, do you say that in character? <laughs> I desire these.
4: I,
0: <laughs> I would say. Um, <laughs> how would you do this? Um. Yeah, he's not going to be deceitful about it. He'll say, uh, "I am. Keep, I am keeping these dice."
2: Co <laughs> is uh, very busy and not paying attention, and he would just say, "That's fine. I already have dice."
0: I'll say okay, and I'll put them in my pocket. I'll literally pocket them. All right, you pocket
1: the dice. Yeah. Co. Ko- you have now removed a layer of paint in one of these open areas and you see that there is a map underneath. There is rooms noted. There are small Ss with circles. Uh let's uh let's have you roll that history check as well. Okay. Or actually let me take a look at your sheet here. Um You can replace it with investigation since you're using your tools.
2: Great. That's much better. Uh, 14.
1: With a 14, you get a feeling that you may have even seen this part of the map before, but you're not entirely sure where.
4: Mm.
1: But the outline, the, the layout of whatever these tunnels and and Circle S is communicating. Seems familiar.
2: Okay, well, it's it's gonna take a lot more time to uncover this, and this can be certainly done in a place Co would be far more comfortable doing it. So, he's gonna feel like he's got a good idea for what he has, and tuck that away, and in exchange, take out the music box and pair that with the stone disc
1: all right take out the music box open it up it is still thoroughly cranked by shrugs who in fact almost overwhelmed it but uh you see in the middle that metal piece sticking up kind of square and you affix the stone disc on top there's the needle on the side do you press it in and let it ride
2: uh definitely start it depending on what happens he might snap it shut he's ready for something you press the needle over and it it begins to
1: (laughs) along the side of the stone disk and immediately you hear that (laughs) noise that you know from your very first
2: adventure with the guild oh snap that shut not that there's any elves here, but snap that shut.
1: You look around as you snap it shut, and one swift clef, who is over at the table, you see him grab his head for a moment and kind of shakes it off and goes back to eyeing the many gems and jade statues.
2: And Swiftclef is a uh, satyr. Like- They're all satyrs here in the Cloven okay. Brotherhood. All right.
1: Uh, May have been I- unrelated.
2: Oh, well, that's a good point. Co will quickly open and close it again and see if there's any reaction. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> As, as you give it a quick open and close, he grabs the bridge of his nose and, and squeezes it. And as soon as you close it again, he wipes his eyes and continues his conversation with his nearby companions. Oh, jeez. But equidistant to him seems to be at least, you know, only five feet away from him is Dabblechin is a strong horn. Nobody else seems to be having any sort of issues.
4: Hmm.
2: All right, well, we're going to pocket that music box and that's definitely a dangerous thing. We're going to hold on to that. Uh, That was
1: your activity. Let's return to Grinkeeper, who just finished doing her hair.
3: How loud was the music box?
1: Um, well, how involved were you in your hair doing?
3: Pretty involved.
1: Uh, uh, I I'd say it's up to you whether you noticed it or not, but over the din of conversation and everything else, it, it certainly didn't stand out, and nobody in the room paused to address this noise. It was, you know, like the tinkle of a music box, quiet and ignorable.
3: Okay, cool. So she would have missed it entirely. Uh, she wants after that book.
1: Grinkeeper has at the book. Splendor Belt, is there an item after you have pocketed your dice that you would be interested in?
0: Yeah, I'm curious about these black uh, liquid vials in particular. All right,
1: well, we'll take our break there and Ooh. continue our investigation. Oh,
0: that makes me think something's up with those. All right, pay uh, hey, you guys. You know the drill. We're going to take ten. So go pee and uh, get things, and we'll be back. For
1: more, there will be dungeons. Stay tuned. The black vials. Oh, the vial, yeah, the black vials, vials of uh, of goo is where we're cool. At. And John, you were wrapping up, or did we get you a new?
2: Uh, my new one was the music box. Okay. so that's cool. done, and then we have there too. Cool. Sounds good.
0: All right, let's go. Uh, welcome back, everybody. It's the latter portion of today's session. Kyle, back to you.
1: Spiderman grabs the three black vials and as ko is wrapping up his music box work you look over and you see well uh black vials and they look remarkably like the ones you've made yourself with the uh, vials that you bought from the alchemy store that you collected there in the fish wizard sort of shrine so long ago
0: and d- but, but the goo the the goo is also familiar to me or just the vials? Um you can roll an investigation check. Let's do that. <clears throat> uh whoops, wrong window. Alright, here we go. Investigation incoming. Come on, baby. Uh an eleven.
1: It's it's acceptable. Uh, (laughs) These are small (laughs) twist-off tops, much like you might have, you know, uh, I always see them rolling around the streets. I'm not sure I've ever seen them in the store, but apparently people buy small things of, like, absolute vodka. And so, like, very much like those little vials, these are twisted on top, not corked. And looking inside, you see this black kind of goo that doesn't move immediately. It doesn't swish around like water. It's got a thickness to it. And you do recognize it well enough. I mean, this was full of trash and old food uh, back at the Crypt of cord. This was the goo that sort of set along the sides there in the forest when you all went hunting for gricks. This is the goo that was pouring out of that symbol on the wall there in the Fish Wizard's shrine. Okay. Uh, actually, remarkably, too, like the goo that was there on the roots... And the the old tree when you perform the Hopper wedding uh, exorcism, if you will. Okay.
0: All right. Well, I won't care that much about that, so I'll put it back on the table.
4: Okay.
1: Grinkeeper, you went for the book. Uh, it has a small clasp on it that kind of holds the pages together. There's quite a few unmatching pages all the papers have been added to and maybe inserted in and there's some additional kind of used like a binder page in there Uh, but it's a simple kind of button unlock and opens up and you've got yourself a whole like I said three inch thick book that you're looking at
3: she'll open it and start going through the pages one by one
1: So as you turn through it like you would a picture book, maybe not exactly reading every page or every word, you know, moving through with a speed that this massive book would take you hours and days to read through, what immediately jumps out to you is these very old kind of anatomy drawings all throughout it. Uh, There are a number of different races and peoples that have been dissected, apparently, and I'll put in some good old fashioned examples here in the Discord, but everything from from brain dissections and lobotomies to curiosity about the voice, a uh, uh, the 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 layer necks, the the Adam's apple, a lot a lot a lot of these explore you know parts of the body, muscle structure, the spine, bones, but. As you look it over, you do notice this pattern between the brain and the larynx, and the voice. Is that the right word for it, the larynx? Larynx. Larynx Larynx is a a great name for, like, (laughs) a halfling or something.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's my uh, DJ name back before COVID when I was touring. It was larynx. DJ
1: larynx. Yep, they love me. It was great. Bring the house down. But You see this great kind of focus on the vocal cords and the brain.
3: Uh, any words or
4: anything?
1: There are writings. A lot of them are handwritten, uh, very clinical, uh, much like the pictures I've shown here. They are numbered, labeling the different parts. Very written, much like a doctor's hand would be. Scribbles that would take time to decipher. Uh, in addition to that, as you continue back through the book, you see a lot, a lot of finances. And as you get there, the handwriting changes from this more doctor tight cursive script to something a lot more penmanship style and the ink even changes style it's less faded it's newer and here you see huge amounts of sums being paid throughout the many places in shops and and uh, companies and organizations Uh, just pages and pages of basically excel spreadsheets well the old version as it were
3: Any stores stand out? Or does it just look like business?
1: Roll an investigation check. 14. There are a lot of different stores that you do not recognize. Maybe someone else at the table would have an easier time or be aware of some of these names. Uh, but you do notice quite a few pages involving the guild and many, many different job postings uh, years and years going back before your time in the guild, and much like a lot of the guild missions, they are named rather uh, simple and uh, benign things like uh, property infestation, owlbear rummaging's, uh slayer quests, Waverns in the forest, all sorts of very kind of simple things. But as you look through it with your fourteen, you do catch a number of jobs that stand out to you. In particular, Grimlock Control, an escort quest that you all did not take in your very first days at the guild. But also, Grick sighted, paid for by Withers. Also, Skull Keep, uh, the Skull Keep, Withers Keep, property infestation. 350 gold each for adventurers, and then the sum paid on top of it for the guild.
3: She keeps going.
1: You keep going through the book, and you find more and more finances. However, as you reach towards the end, The the thick center, as it were, the pages kind of reach modern times, run out. There's blank pages still to go. Even the last inch is still just blank pages available. And in there you find a folded old piece of parchment. Again, this sort of uh, plant fiber material, much like the painting was painted on.
3: She'll take it out and open it up.
1: You take it out, you unfold it, and it is there in the Discord for you. It is smeared. The greater paragraph below has leaked among itself. The words have run together in this mass of black ink. But up top, you see that old Elvis script, like you found back at your very first dungeon there in the forest with the Grix. Back when you originally found the sort of Rosetta Stone translating rock that you had to leave behind that day.
3: keep will kind of squint and knock her head to the side and try and remember any elven and translate it as best she can.
1: Let's do a history check. Seven. Much like that day back in the forest, you struggle to advance through this older form of Elvish. It's definitely Elvish. You know it's Elvish, but it is an old dialect. The letters are different now, you know, much like the the F's were S's or the F's were F, you know, in the past, like it's just an old dialect that you are just not picking up on.
3: Cool. She'll keep the page open to the side and keep going through the book to see if maybe there's something in there.
1: Cool. We will rejoin Co then who has completed his music box opening and closing and is looking around at a splendor belt who has laid out three vials in front of him and seems to be looking for his next activity and Grinkeeper who is going through the large book. Uh, Now, Grinkeeper, as you, as you open that page, that, that parchment in there, it does sort of stick together and kind of a slime kind of, like, peels it apart. Uh, The page isn't wet. It's not like, you know, it's not dried. It's, it's, it's not crunchy. It is just sticky like an old like an old like honey what? has has been <clears throat> pressed between the pages like,
0: like like viscous right viscous is the yeah. word yeah gooey old
1: glue in the sun that kind of it has a it has a sort of stick to it but it is it is liquid and as you peel it apart that liquid kind of smears into these long kind of web tendrils of sorts not moving they let go they settle on the page as soon as you're done but that kind of gave this book that appearance that it was full of honey in the past anyway returning to Ko, who is now looking up to see these various activities and that page placed out before him
2: uh Co is gonna I mean he's got a pretty good idea that there's some stuff that he just knows he wants to collect um there's still some stuff that remains a mystery. So he's going to pick up the cloak and kind of check it out, see if there's anything, any hidden pockets, anything like that, or if it's ultimately just a cloak, and give that a look over.
1: Not right. Anyone do anything with the candle yet? I don't think anyone's gone for the candle quite yet.
2: All right, just wondering. You could go for that candle. I'd I'll would go for that it. Candle, actually.
0: I'm kind of done with the vials anyway, so I'd grab the candle start looking at it. All
1: right, you begin going through the cloak, and you, much like the magic item before it, you realize that it's a rather... Maybe simple isn't the right word, but a magic item. And you begin attuning yourself to it, exploring it. You can roll an arcane check to kind of speed yourself through it, or you, over the course of time, will just sort of figure it out as heroes do.
2: It's a six. <laughs> as heroes
1: do, you begin to explore it. Uh, Splendor Belt has at the candle. Yep. Would you, too, like to roll an arcana check? Uh, Yeah, or
0: hmm I mean I got a lot of candle experience
1: <laughs> yo you know what advantage on candle check yes All right. I agree
0: so let's do you want uh, sorry you want arcana is what you want
1: arcana yeah All
0: right. so we'll do a little double roll 15 for the first
1: so 7 for the next so 15 You identify this as what is known as a candle of the deep. It is a light candle that gives off heat and light like a normal candle would, except for it can go through water. It'll stay lit in water. Badass. Then I'd take candle. You see? (laughs) Now, Ko, you have a passive perception. You have now seen Splendor Belt pocket both the dice and now that candle right on it.
2: I mean he loves candles
1: that's it's a good point you know who can argue there's,
2: there's no denying I knew he took the dice because he said he did um, but uh, he definitely loves his candles so. and part
0: of the reason I would not do this as a deception or as a I better hurry and put this in my pocket for someone else calls it or any of that I would do it because I would assume that my companions know of my candle aptitude and my favor toward candles so it would not. It would be. A, it would be purely motivated by. Well, of course I get the candle because who else is going to take it? Just so my Excellent. intentions are
2: known. He loves it. He yeah. loves them. Love Just candles. Can't get enough. I only think I like more than a candle is a potato. Yeah. Somebody
0: finds a potato-shaped candle. Pfft, all bets are off. <laughs>
1: Now I'm looking around here in y'all's loot. And back in the back in the Fish Wizard adventure. You all found, I believe it was a ring of protection. But I can't find it on any of your loots do you Does anyone remember what happened to that ring of protection? Uh, I thought
2: we gave it to Grinkeeper,
0: yeah, it definitely wasn't
1: me.
2: I'm pretty sure that's where it went.
1: That sounds right to me. And I think it didn't end up in the sheet, which is fine. Uh, but perhaps we can find it yet again in the future. In any case, Ko, you are examining over the course of this this candle absconding and this... Uh, a friendly candle absconding, of course. And the book exploration that Grinkeeper is doing. Uh, you go through this cloak, and you notice the, that, that chain along the front, those clasps. And they're made of that alloy. That stone and metal combination that all the items that have come out of those boxes in the the dungeons have had. Mm. This is a Cloak of Protection. The symbols match very much along those of that ring of protection you all found back in the Fish Wizard dungeon.
2: Interesting.
1: And a Cloak of Protection gives plus one bonus to AC and saving throws while you wear this cloak.
2: Alright, Co's gonna, uh, not necessarily in an attempt to keep it, exactly, or, or lay claim to it, but he is gonna just kind of fasten it around him while he's continuing to look through stuff. And, uh, you know, yeah, just like, uh, eh, just working here, just, yeah. just doing the thing. Giving it a try on. Yeah. And then, uh, he's gonna get really involved looking at something. Uh, maybe he will also look at the paper from Greenkeeper, but I just spilled something, so I need you to buy me time. While I do a little cleanup
4: over on my
1: side.
2: <laughs> Happens. Good luck to you. Yeah. Uh,
1: Grinkeeper, you have continued your quest through the book. Uh, do you sort of focus on that for future roles, or would you leave it now to Co who has joined you in the quest?
3: She's going to keep going through the book.
1: Okay. Excellent. So it seems that Splendor Belt, you are left with the items on the table which are, uh, the the belled now smashed pair of pants and the smashed staff.
0: So when you say, okay, I have questions about the pants. Um, hold on, let me pull it up. Described as pair of pants with flattened bells. What are the bells?
1: So they were, so they were once normal, well, it uh, They're pants. They're leather pants. And much like you might have cowboy pants with those tassels along the sides, instead at each one of those tassels was a set of bells. However, Grinkeeper apparently, and without telling anybody back in Wither's vault, was very angry at this pair of pants and smashed them. So now the bells are flattened little discs because they were hit by her mighty Warhammer. Okay, and the smash staff, same
0: damage source. Do we know or do we not know?
1: Ah, uh, this smashed staff. It was smashed by Grinkeeper, and it was the conch shell staff that the Fish Wizard welt That um, it was. Uh, it was our favorite little buddy named Glipoma, Glipoma. sent us down to get the staff, well, and then were- that staff was given to the man who showed up uh, with the crazy cultist hat on the horse.
0: And by smashed, we mean like what a warhammer
1: was taken to a normal staff and it is now in pieces. Okay,
0: so it's all pieced out. Okay.
1: Well, I would
0: I would see what's left, see these couple of things in particular and just go Pfft, nobody wants this and I would just sort of lean back in my chair and fold my arms and kind of sit there. I'm done. All right. No interest Quest in a wizard completed. hat or any
1: of that stuff. Quest completed there. Uh, as Co and Grinkeeper go through the book you begin to look about the room and you see that the Cloven Brotherhood the many satyrs are all gathered around they've sorted the gems into their individual piles you know putting the, the garnets with the garnets the diamonds with the diamonds the jade statues have all been loaded up and they are now being moved and I'll use my little my little laser pointer here uh They are all being moved into this room. The Jade statues just picked up one at a time and moved into an unknown room to your immediate where you'd be sitting uh, front you to the right. Slightly a room you guys haven't explored that has a door on it. Uh, You note that that door was unlocked and now is open as they move stuff back and forth into it. Mainly those Jade statues. Okay. The one named... Fitfuzz, who affixed to himself that appraisal uh, gem viewing glass, has looked rather pleased for a time. If you look over at the table, uh, there doesn't seem to be any problem. There's a there's a din of conversation going on that suggests all the gems are real, all the money is being totaled, and you are hearing such numbers as thirteen thousand grow into twenty three thousand, grow into thirty thousand. Wow, that's a lot.
4: All right. Well,
0: while it's still the Kyle and Scott hour, I have a question. Yes. Um, John must have really spilled. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot answer that question. I'm kind of dying to know. Um. All right. So, when do? We, um, hmm. Do they appear to be done with that? They're done counting. They're finished. They're wrapping up. Yes. Okay. I would wander over there now that I'm done looking at our stuff, uh, which I'll do now. Um, And I would just kind of, you know, hover around, see how how the final counting goes. Just kind of, you know, listen for the number. Make sure I don't see anything weird going on. I've trusted it this far, so I'm I'm not super untrusting or anything, but, you know, I'm done. So I may as well watch the final count
1: so you go stand next to that huge buff satyr copperback and look over at the funds as you walk up nasty has relaxed a bit and has continued to smoke his pipe but he seems extremely pleased it's fun you join us again is your guild business
0: concluded Yeah, we are done so far with these we are now interested in the uh, counting of the money and the gems and I presume it all has gone well here without our supervision.
1: Oh, things have gone spectacularly. Do you have any interest in joining us in the future? We could always use another helping hand, particularly that of a healer's hand. Uh, if it
0: involves, uh, you know, contract work where I can do jobs for money is possible but prefer to do them with my companions in tow.
1: Fair enough. A man of honor, as I would expect from any cleric of Palor. What a joy you are. I I enjoy what one might call your mental gymnastics.
0: Why is this? Why do you say this?
1: Because you have found yourself a god of light. A god of good. Mm-hmm. You must you must really find a lot of happiness in what you do
0: uh, there is there are times when this is true but most of the time uh, I have found it is less than perfect so I am I am saving my money including this money we get today for expansion of potato farm that I own
1: a potato farm how quaint well I can assure you with this meager sum that you'll receive today. You'll be able to afford however many potatoes or hands you are looking for.
0: Yeah, this is good. It's simple life, but I, uh... I think I'll find it more satisfying than the, uh, constant death at the end of my mace sort of work we do sometimes.
1: Fair enough. And tell me, I assume as a guild representative you have slain many a monster, but what's your opinion on perhaps highwaymen work uh
0: explain more what you, what you mean
1: well tonight we we stole from a very bad man it's very sort of easy for one to shrug off the feelings of regret or ill doing and such an activity on the withers family
0: Well yes I don't have problem taking from bad men and,
1: getting- and what about uh, businessmen not so bad men of course we 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 always do what we can my companions yes oh yes a noble profession we have shut up fruit loops
0: <laughs> hold on that's today's title i got to write that down <laughs> shut up fruit loops um well i guess depends on each case because i to to fund proper potato farm, I want money to not be ill gotten as best I can tell. So uh, when it when when job is done with righteous cause, I am happy to do it, and then potato farm will flourish. If I use dirty money, I'll have dirty potato, and nobody wants to buy dirty potato.
1: As delicious as the good deeds that made them, I see. Ah, well, Sparkles will take your information before you go today. We might be in contact if we're in need of someone of your skills. Oh, okay. So we'll be sure to keep the jobs as good as possible. Love it. Love it. Excellent. Meanwhile, over at the table where the book is being gone through, Co, Grinkeeper, is there any additional checks you would like to make on this particular tome?
3: Religion check.
4: Okay.
2: A dirty uh. one. <laughs> a dirty <laughs> one <laughs>
0: oh. oh right, because you went down with your stat, yeah.
2: Yeah, it's That's not awesome. a natural one, but when subtracted, we get there. Yeah. This book seems to
1: have no religious significance unless you consider money a religion. She does not. Well, it might. You have no idea. how uh, You've you've done this a lot in class. I, I like to believe that Grinkeeper is really good at looking like she's thinking well, but she is blank.
3: Oh, yeah, she's totally imagining things.
1: So you pour over the book. Co wouldn't know any better. Grinkeeper looks like she's having a good long thought. But Grinkeeper might be a daydreaming about... About romance stories and other sorts of things, she's read.
2: <laughs> Go for uh, you. No, that was really just a buy time so I could clean my desk. Oh, okay. Co, Co, Co I would assume in this time, kind of learned what Grinkeeper learned looking through the book, and is now up to speed, at least as far as that goes.
1: Okay. Uh, roll your own then. Uh, Investigation check on the book as she did. Sure. Uh, Twenty three. Nice. So you thumb through the book as well, and you you too note the many finances, the huge sums paid to the guild. You note the quests that were funded by withers that you undertook, of course, the Skull Keep, but as well as the Grix, and some of the quests you avoided in the past too. Uh, but you note in the earlier finances that huge amounts of sums were paid to the Broscale family. This was the Wildfire, uh, Dragonborn, who taught you how to use your psychic blades there at the guild as a favor to carry large amounts of sums years and years uh that would be going from my notes here real quick uh you note uh, the sums paid to Wildfire, the Silver Rank, uh, but you also note a particular mission with payment to Buck Broscale, Wildfire, and Bram Broscale that took place out on Mickle's Farm, a cave, just two weeks before you undertook the mission in the very same cave. Bram Broscale, uh will remind you, that is that is number... 542 the dead dragonborn you found in that very tunnel on your very first mission for the guild interesting but otherwise you see the same gooey sticky piece of paper and uh, you don't speak Kelvish, so it would have no yep. meaning to you
3: Grinkeeper will give it one more shot for translating now that she's taken a, a mental and much-needed mental rest. Sounds good. That was investigation.
1: Uh, we did a history check for that one. Ten. Ten. You can begin to pick out some of the letters here and there. It it spells a title. It spells a name of some kind at the top. The the words below it have the and first, and it seems to be a list of titles below. The top seems to be the main name for this sheet. And I will write it here in the Discord.
3: All right, guys, I I think I've got it. Um, Kalzar.
0: sound like words. I'm
2: guessing that name doesn't really have any <laughs> meaning to me. Not to you, no. Okay.
1: You see, uh, you see Splendor Belt over at the table. He seems to be... Uh, he has a piece of paper in front of him, and he seems to be writing down some information on it
2: with one uh, that was Sparkles. Well, uh, Code definitely... Because I didn't point it out before, so I think it's worth noting that he would go over and attempt to secure one of these for himself. Um... But he would go uh, and try and collect a bag of holding, one of the bags of holding that he received. And just sort of, you know, like you have just like, oh, hold on. We got to get something. Go over and grab it and start to bring it back to the table. Like, we got to put these items in something. We got too many items to carry. We got to put it in something. And just hope to nobody notices it. Laying low? Yeah. Cool.
1: Let's do... A stealth check, but not with advantages as this a, so hmm. Cause I wouldn't give you advantage because you're not like hiding. You're you're playing nonchalant,
2: so a performance check would probably be more on cue. Well, stealth and sleight of hand are the same. Maybe he would do both. I mean, just go over there and just you know, he's just he's just he's just doing what he's doing.
1: It is an act of trickery concealing an object. Yeah, the sleight of hand works. I'm down, I'm down. Okay. A Twenty-two. Twenty-two? A All right. With without making much note and much like a, a kid, oh, my homework is gone. You know, darn, I gotta check my backpack. And if, with full convince and with nobody noticing, you get up, you walk over there, you grab one of the bags of holding, and start loading up the the pieces that have not been pocketed by Splendor Belt. The Let's see, This now be, I got them crossed out here. Uh, the mirror, the painting bits, the book, the music box, I think you put in your personal stuff, but if that yeah. goes in there. Uh, oh, nobody grabbed the wizard hat, which is still sitting on the table.
2: Oh, okay. I didn't know if that got looked at while I was gone. But No, we I, just I, all know I how dumb it mix- looks.
0: No one likes a wizard hat except wizards.
2: <laughs> no one likes a wizard hat. Well, <laughs> no, let's find <laughs> out if no one likes a wizard hat. All right. Let's examine it.
1: Arcane check. Meanwhile, uh, meanwhile, while that gets investigated... That's seven again. <laughs> you, you pick up the wizard hat. Uh, do you put it on? Eh, why not? You put it on, and you feel like you could do... something? But you're not quite sure yet. feel like this, this hat empowers you to perform... something. Okay. Uh, meanwhile over at the table splendor belt you have uh, been asked to give your information where you can be contacted for jobs that fit your good alignment where would you what would you put as your address the temple paylor another one Uh,
0: temple of of paylor for now um, it's as close to a permanent residence as I would have Um, but as the the farm improves um, that would ultimately be where I'd do it I'd have a forwarding address there sounds good yeah i
1: just don't uh, lived there yet but yeah you know. roll a roll a perception for me an active perception here okay
4: uh <laughs> a three <laughs> a
0: nat- i'm sorry a natural one plus two
1: gives me three all right uh this it's <laughs> kind of ma tell me if i'm wrong here but i don't think we've ever had splendor Belt ever write anything down this takes his whole being <laughs> 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 okay it's a real struggle i guess right you start with the t for temple tent tent tip p l okay uh-huh. you're working through it you get through the paylor, no problem you're just like p e l o per- perfect no problem uh, third Dermatory? <laughs> dermatory. Dermatory. Dermatory? Uh, yeah. 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 Uh, you have not- no idea what, what what happened over at the table uh, with Grinkeeper and Co. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Boy, that was a shitty
0: uh, roll. So bad.
1: Grinkeeper... Ko has put on a, a great big gray wizard's hat, the cone kind.
3: <laughs> Greenkeeper's really involved in this sheet of paper. She feels one could call it a sense of pride that she's starting to translate something on her own. So sh- this learning thing might might be cool one day.
1: Excellent. Any other actions, or shall we proceed?
2: To the next beat. Uh. No. Cole. uh Keep his stupid wizard hat on. Am I learning about it. By it being on my head. Or do I have to actually examine it.
1: The longer you wear it. You feel like it's working. But you can (laughs) feel the weight. You can feel the table starting to wrap up. And in order to absolutely. Master what this hat is about. You feel you'd have to wear it over to the table.
2: Alright yeah. So we're. Any any excess items go in the bag. Uh, the bag uh, gets tucked discreetly, um, you know, as as hidden from view as possible, so nobody goes, oh look, he's got a bag of whole thing. And uh, then Co would come walking up, like, "All right, what are we doing?" With his okay. dumb <laughs> wizard hat on,
1: it's kind of like a it's like a side satchel, almost like a kind of hippie bag, you know. It's got the the bedazzling sort of over flap on it and all that. You could kind of do one of those. I do it by accident all the time, where you put on your bag first, and then you put on your jacket, and now your bag's under your jacket. But it would kind of conceal it.
2: Yeah, I mean, he's got the long scarf too that hangs down, so he's got some he's got some ways to hide it. So it's it's tucked away.
1: All right, if I if for some reason it comes up again, let's give you advantage as long as you wear that ridiculous hat, because everyone would be looking at that instead. Okay. Oh, yeah, <laughs> there's no way they're not looking at that. So, they're... Co. Co rejoins the table. Greenkeeper, do you stay over with your piece of paper?
3: Yeah, she's really engrossed in it right now.
1: Okay. All right. Co, you rejoin the main table where the money is being counted. Uh, The one named Fitzfuzz looks up. Hey, boss, I think I'm done. I think I'm done. We got a lot of goods here. Uh, Should I pop the question or do you want to? Oh, please, Fitzfuzz. My pleasure. Have at it. All right, you two. You want gold or you want the gems themselves on your cut? Oh, boy.
0: Wait, there's an exchange here. They'll do exchange. That's pretty cool.
1: Oh, well, wait. That was, a, that was not an accent. So no, i that was
0: <laughs> just me. I'm just <laughs> thinking this is, that might be easier. Are, they taking a, are, you, are you taking a fee by, by doing it this way?
4: Uh,
1: we already we already took our cut Mr. Vanderbelt ours is the jade this is your collection mm. what do we think do we traditionally, take traditionally
2: uh, the gems are more valuable than the gold but the gold spends easier uh,
0: this is true
1: ko is a master of paperwork it's true inflation deflation there's always the chance that gold goes bad and gems stay good. However, you would have to fence them yourself.
2: I think maybe we just go with the gold.
1: I can tell you, as DM, I will not be dealing with inflation. <laughs> 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 yeah, I should have asked that first. Are you even going to mess with that? I, I do not run an active economy in the background, right. I'm, I'm afraid.
0: <laughs> We're not going to see if Ethereum went up 4% this morning and then yeah. changed the afternoon. Sell, sell,
2: sell. Yeah. So but then Co fast- will say, in a very meta sense, I mean, I think gold is probably the smarter way to go, and that he looks directly at Splendor Belt, dead in the eyes, stares at him intensely, Unless you can think of some other use you might need gems for for anything at all. Now that is true. <laughs> <laughs> well, wait, what?
1: Because as you found out in our previous adventures, uh, sometimes diamonds and other goodies are used on spells. Oh, right. Um. Right.
0: And they're probably not going to do a partial for us. And by that, I mean Kyle. (laughs) Like, you would convert some, let us have some raw?
1: Um, you know, I, I could do that. That's not a big deal. If you want, you know, if you want some gems, like, you know, a diamond, we can just give you your gold and then cut out the price of the diamond.
0: Let's do...
2: Yeah, why don't we do that? Yeah,
0: let's do one of every kind, though. So every... There's multiples of everything, right? Multiple diamonds, right. multiple rubies, all that. So let's have one of each, each uh, type, rare stone type, in its raw form. The rest converted to cash.
1: Okay. The DM will need time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but we can also say, just for, for uh, the sake of the show, that I will get you that. Okay. And you will get your funds. And we will say the price in gold that you were all paid now but yours is divided up into gem Perfect. And what I can do here is let you know how much gold you have, and then I can get you the individual number of gems later. Okay.
3: Grinkeeper's not going to take any.
0: She's not
2: going to take take any gold.
3: Dirty gold. She's not going to take it. She doesn't (laughs) feel good about this gold.
2: I will... I'll I'll take her cut. Uh, uh, wait. We'll i I'll split her cut. How
1: about that? Well, well hang uh, hang on hang on hang on, <laughs> hang, on hang on. Hang on Unless unless Ko is spending one of his uh his mental psychic communication dice. Yeah, we need to have know this out. It yet.
4: Okay.
1: Uh all right, so they begin to so they take one of each of the gems and pile them up and they begin. They go into that back room where you see them be taking the jade and they come out with bags of money. Big kind of Acme cartoon bags (laughs) of gold and start dividing them up on the table. And as they do this, they make the three piles. And looking back over, you see Grinkeeper just absorbed in this book. spaces out a little bit for a moment, then kind of shakes it off and goes back to the book. Nast says, isn't your companion Jumping Jenny going to join us?
2: Uh, j- jumping, Jenny. We're mm. divvying.: Oh
3: no, I'm good.:
2: and she says, what do you' she's... Mean you're, What do you mean you're good?
3: <laughs> I don't need it. I don't want it. Thank you though.:
2: Co okay. is going to send because I'm assuming he had four hours of mental communication with everybody. We know two has transpired. Is it still active? Yes, yes,
1: it would still, uh, so we deduce several, you would have the tail end of it.
2: Uh, Ko is gonna send Jumping Jenny a message and say, Hey, if you don't want your money, that's fine, but you need to take it, or else they're going to think you're going to rat them out.
3: Oh, I, oh, okay, yeah, um, yeah, I'll take it. I'll take it, she'll call her.
1: <laughs> That's a good call. Dabblechin looks over from her fun and game she's been having. Oh, Jumping Jenny, what what seems to be the problem? You wanna have a jump I off? Am
3: inconsistent. I... <laughs> <laughs> jump off.
1: Jump off. We'll get out the sticks. See who can go further?
3: Maybe when I'm done reading this.
1: I don't trust that jumping Jenny much. All the same, uh, if you would please make a deception check as you swagger your way over the table pretending to be a thief interested in money. Um, (laughs) (laughs) course. The swagger is stiff. The The room eyes jumping Jenny as she crosses over in her. Uh, you went to Nymph's Threads. So you've got a really nice thief outfit in all blacks. Yeah, makes her way over the table, making a face like, mmm, Money. <laughs> <laughs> her rubbing her hands. In. <laughs> Sweet funds. Each of your piles, for your take, is 15,000 gold pieces. Jeez! That's awesome. Uh, Splendor Belt, yours is... Oh, shoot. Hang on. You're good. Alright. Yours is 7,800 gold pieces. But the rest of that 15,000 is in gems.
0: Alright, and those... um, Can you tell me here i'll make a quick uh let's see other possessions let me just i'll just make a quick note so we don't take time putting all in but what are they again we
1: got a diamond uh you have an emerald emerald a, okay a diamond okay a ruby ruby a garnet garnet and an alexandrite
0: alexandrite okay
1: an opal
0: opal okay
1: a, these are the two i don't know how to say a pyridot
0: a Pyridot. Close enough.
1: And uh. Chrysobernal. Chrysobernal.
2: What don't is know this? that one?
1: I'm sure you nailed it.
3: <laughs> Chrysoberal, probably, but yeah.
0: Chrysobernal. Man, the
2: barrel, it's pretty. It yeah, look, I mean, this thing, this thing's pretty pretty. I, I ate think. there once. I like that they put a little game on the table. I do
0: too. It's a, <laughs> all, <laughs> their <laughs> chicken fried steak is all you ever want to get though. Yeah. Uh, so I got diamond, emerald, ruby, garnet, alexandrite, opal, a- apedot, and a I have we say it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> something like well, that. Good thieves are we?
0: Yep. We really know our stuff.
1: Perfect. Uh, and those are actual items. We can add them to your character sheet later and hear them jingling in your pocket. Right. Perfect. Oh, banging. <laughs> All right. This is a massive amount of gold and funds. Uh, now, about you have your full blown pack with you. Yeah. Jumping Jenny, where do you put your, your many ill gotten gains?
3: Uh,. Hey guys, why don't you take this pile for me? It would just weigh down my
0: jumps.
2: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I will. I don't know. Let's try this. Let's see how this goes. I will gesture towards the remaining bag of holding, the one that hasn't been claimed. And go um, for the benefit of jumping Jenny, may we to prevent weighing down her jumps? <laughs> I mean, yes. Uh, I'm asking them. Oh, <laughs> not
0: <Splendor> Bell. Uh- <laughs> oh, you're asking the the people who gave us the cash.
4: All right. Okay.
1: I, Okay, Nasty looks you up and down. Roll your, your stealth or sleight of hand on that bag you're hiding. Is this with advantage? Because still, as long as you still hat. have the wizard hat on, yes, it is with advantage.
2: Hell yeah, 29.
1: 29, it is not seen, Lord. <laughs> and he does not note. Oh... The bag of holding, well, that's not quite part of the deal. Those are 5,000 gold pieces each. Skippy, would you perhaps like to purchase it?
2: Uh, What do you say, Jumping Jenny? Is it worth 5,000 gold for this bag for you?
3: Chump change.
2: (laughs) Chump change.
3: You know, take 6,000 for it
2: don't overdo it. <laughs> and it starts sliding the gold into the bag.
1: <laughs> Fitfuzz comes over and counts out the 5,000 off the top and pauses, not sure if he's supposed to take the other
2: 1,000 at the moment. Poe I- just gingerly reaches for it and starts sliding it towards the bag.
1: Well, then our business is concluded
2: yes and uh, this is gonna be the last time we have any unexpected visits I can assume
1: oh ko you've made yourself so useful you've wowed us with your prowess you've developed so much you're more than a forger you're a full blown thief now with powers that we can only begin to exploit. However, and he opens up his arms again. The Cloven Brotherhood are honorable thieves. You are free to go, Ko. Though, should you ever need us, all you need do is call. And he sli- takes from his pocket and slides across the table a pan flute.
4: Ooh.
2: Yeah, I'll, t- I'll take that. I don't know. I'm excited about the pan flute, honestly. It's a nice touch.
1: All you need do is play our song, Co., and we will know, and we will come to collect you. Well, Clipper, would you be so kind as to show our guests and acquaintances and perhaps new employees any winks at you, Splinterbelt? Splinterbelt. The door.
0: How obvious. I mean, did they all see him wink?
1: They all, I mean, the whole, if you're hiding from the group, they saw you standing there signing a piece of paper for some amount of time. Crap.
0: Okay. (laughs) Still want to have to explain it, but that's fine. Clipper,
1: the one with the great pompadour with the short sword comb, enters back in. Yeah, boss, I got it. I got it. Right this way, y'all. I'll get you out. Follow me? Sunbeam opens the door, leads you back into the sewers. Does anyone do anything before they go? Or shall we follow Clipper all the way out into the night?
2: I'd uh, hand Grinkeeper the bag so that she has the bag of holding with the 10,000 gold in it and follow. That's it.
3: Grinkeeper takes the
2: bag. All right.
1: You follow Clipper into the darkness of the sewer tunnels, which wind and weave in those unknown directions. However, in the back of your mind, of course, Co, you know that you left a small line of chalk along the wall. And as this is not a weathered part, I mean, of course, there's water passing by, so it is moist, but there is no rainfall. It's not splashing about by any means. And you can assume that in the dark that chalk still lies here, should you ever have to return to this location. You are let out into the night, right around the edge of 4 a.m. in the morning. You emerge from under the bridge. Clipper gives you a tight little salute before heading back into the tunnels themselves, and you find yourself now under that bridge in Atomer.
2: Well... That was, uh, lucrative. Um, I think we have a lot of information to give to Cassius. Uh, I'm starting to see some strange trends. I don't know about you all, but a lot of these items are turning up everywhere we go. The goo, the conch shell staff. This is stuff we've encountered all before in other places, all located in one estate.
3: Seems weird. Yeah.
2: I think it's pretty safe to say that Withers has his hand in a lot of guild business. I think if Cassius is opposing him, I... I have to think that that means Cassius is on the up and up. You don't potentially cut off this amount of money if you're corrupt. I think we can trust him.
3: I mean, he hasn't done anything to say we shouldn't.
2: Well, he did hire a group of rogues to go steal a bunch of jade and do a off-the-books mission, but yes, beyond that, uh, I think it was in the guild's best interest, so...
0: Uh, you are describing what uh, my father would call the dirty paradox. It goes like this. If you flip over a turtle on his back, is all dirty underneath. Yes, if you flip him over on his front, is now all dirty on back. It's up to us to decide which side of turtle is less dirty. So... So we do we, we do we do the work for whoever seems to be the most uh up and up the least dirty. I suppose this is him.
3: The greater good.
2: Yes. I agree. And uh, with that in mind, I know you said you weren't exactly interested in this, but and Cole kind of gesture at the bag he handed Grinkeeper. In my experience, money isn't good. It isn't bad. It's what you do with it. I think you should hang on to it. Make sure it doesn't go towards anything ill.
3: No, like, seriously, you do, guys. You split it. I don't need this. I'm stuff I mix for fun.
2: Oh. Is this because you're part of the. Cook Blackwoods, around. Blackwater. Black Blackwater. Black yeah,
3: you got it. Blackwood, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, I'm... (laughs) Yeah, I'm good.
2: (laughs) Everybody's spilling stuff today. (laughs) All right, well, at the very least, I think you should keep the bag. Maybe, you know, you got a lot of javelins, and, you know, I'm not trying to criticize or anything, but sometimes when we're trying to be sneaky and you know, you're tiptoeing the javelins, they clink together and they kind of make a lot of noise. And I just think that maybe having a place to keep them, you know, that's not loud would be a benefit.
3: (laughs) That's a great idea.
2: Very diplomatic.
0: In short, you make a lot of noise, so maybe you don't have so much shit.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, and, oh, and then Ko will also take off the cloak he was wearing and go, uh, because I'm, I'm, we're assuming that, uh, the ring went to Greenkeeper and he'll hand it to Splendor Belt. Uh, also, you know, with your job being, keeping us all alive, maybe this would be a benefit to you. It's a cloak that, you know, it's going to up your AC, your ability to get out of bad situations, I think... I think it would be helpful. Unless this is you and Keeper want to switch with that ring that I haven't seen her wear, even though she wanted it really badly. You
3: know, when you're tough, you're tough. (laughs) I've got so many rings. It's probably back in my dorm.
1: Cool. So, Splinterbelt's going to take the Cloak of Protection.
2: I think that's smart. Yeah, I agree. I think that's the smarter way to go.
1: Yep. (laughs) All right. Sunderbelt further ups his AC and his saving throws uh, under the bridge. Here, do we dispense five thousand gold each to Ko and Sunderbelt?
3: Yeah, when it was suggested the javelins are put in the bag, she immediately emptied the gold on the floor, and then she remembered <laughs> she doesn't have the javelins with her. But you know the gold's out on the floor already, so she starts divvying it up.
1: Little mixed in with the mud under here, the, under the bridge. But the gold is divided. You all get. Uh, splender belt and co you divide up the additional five thousand gold pieces
0: all right i thought this uh hold on one bonus to ac and saving throws while you run this clock it's not adding the ac bonus when i add
2: it you may have to attune to it so yes at the bottom and scroll down oh there, there it should is. should be a place where you attune yep
1: that worked i'm at 18 now So you're actually all maxed up on attunements because in order to use the staff, you have to be attuned as well. So should other magic items of such power fall into your possession, you may have to make difficult choices whether you give up something else. Right. Uh, Right. Actually, just for the listener's benefit, that would be so Ko has one slot left of that and Evelyn's got one slot left as well. The magic items are filling up a bit around here. Yeah. All right. right. Well, It being 4 a.m., what do y'all do?
0: Uh, Well, uh, Splendor Belt would be looking forward to uh, a nice long rest is what he'd want.
2: Remind me, did we have an arrangement with Cassius on when and where we were going to get him anything we found?
1: Not particular. Uh, You were to report back, which you can assume you would do usually in the morning, which the guild uh, is open all hours. But normally you guys arrive at 7 a.m. or so.
2: And that's when Cassius is usually manning the desk anyway. Uh, Correct. Yeah, I, I would just inform the party and say, we'll get the items that we think are relevant to Cassius in the morning, and uh, we'll meet back up at the guild normal time. Splendor Belt, that'll be 7 for us. At Evelyn, that'll be about 7.
3: 35 yeah i can do that
1: (laughs) all
2: right and we
1: split three ways a splendor belt do you head to the farm or do you head to the temple of paylor i would go to the farm just to check on things
0: and uh see how the the cowhead dude is doing um you know keeping an eye on stuff for me sure playing scarecrow (laughs) and then um and you know no need to play any of that out but he you know i just want to kind of see how things are going check the check what i've got going on there make sure nothing's getting stolen all that sort of thing and then i would head back to the temple
1: all right well yeah you would be uh it'd be a bit of a walk for you here but you would head out to the farm uh money a jingling on you and that farm is full of possibilities as to how you could upgrade and expand it now with so much gold in your pocket yeah make your way back to the temple of paylor uh Co, I assume you head to your house there above the market, market district.
2: Yep. Kind of slip in, try and be as quiet as possible, but he would probably that night with the, uh, the nice forgery kit that was given to him uh, by Nasty, make more progress on the painting to reveal more of the map.
1: So right now then, so nobody... For instance, if we're gonna, if it's four a.m. now and we're gonna show up at the guild, we would not get a long rest in before that meeting, unless we're gonna wait a full day.
2: Good point. Oh, yeah. Is good everyone
1: point. Good with that for next time.
2: I'm. Um, okay.
1: We could probably I mean, do the
0: meeting before the long rest if we had to, because if that's what you're thinking, John like I'm just looking at hit yeah. points and slots and I'm thinking yeah it'd be good to have them but if we're but if if we are having a meeting that we don't think is going to suddenly erupt into a giant tentacle fight then probably we could
2: we could just Well do you guys are all you guys are all pretty beat up, right? I think a long rest is pretty important.
0: Yeah, I mean we are just a matter of
2: yeah. All right, can we shorthand this and say that uh they started to go their separate ways and then all decided we could sleep in.
1: As you all split up after bending over to pick up the gold, you realize your backs are sore. You're worn out and you all (laughs) admit to yourselves that a day off does sound pretty damn good after this adventure and getting beat up by elementals all night. So not tomorrow, but the day after we will head back to the guild and you know, you guys disappeared for a full two weeks on snake Island. So it's not like the guild is going to hold you accountable for any certain time to arrive. Sure. In fact, maybe even Cassius will think it clever of you to lay low for a day after such a big heist. Well, that's where we will end today, then. Uh, Grinkeeper, you make it back to the school. Climb into bed, and you've got class in three hours.
3: Good. (laughs) She'll show Margaret, though. Margaret's up. She's black, Margaret. Check this out. I managed to get the first word myself.
0: (laughs) No, that's great. That's perfect. Um, do you guys want any potatoes when I come back from the potato farm? <laughs> <laughs> no one ever. No one ever says, "Hey, you need a you need I mean, how about an extra little potato?" I guess this is just a, you know, it's my obsession. It's totally fine. I don't need anyone else to like what I have. <laughs> yeah, but it's your you, passion. Yeah, you know. but if you guys ever want potatoes, you know where to go. Uh, well done, everybody. Nice session today. That means we pick it up next week. Right where we left things off, uh, which will be awesome. Now, don't forget, in the meantime, uh, we need your questions for our bonus shows. So go leave those questions on the site. There will be dungeons.com. Also, if you want that bonus show a week before anyone else gets it and other cool content throughout the month, you must become a Dungeons Plus member by going to therewillbedungeons.com and click on the appropriate button. And boom, it'll tell you everything you need to know. And it's very easy to sign up. Uh, thank you for all your support and for those who might consider it. Now's the time. New month coming. Hop in there and give us a shot if you don't mind. That's therewillbedungeons.com for that. Uh, let's see. Is there anything else? I don't think so. I think that's everything. Thank you all for listening. If you've got any questions, uh, go to the site and send us those emails. We'd love to know. And in the meantime, you can follow us on Twitter. We're at ThereBeDungeons. And uh, we always check that as well. So come check that out. That'll do it for us, for me, for Kyle, for Kristen, and for John. We'll see you next time. This show is part of the Frog Frog Pants Network. Get
4: more shows like this at frogpants.com.